You're listening to the Course Report Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Course Report is the most complete resource for coding boot camps. On our site, we have thousands of reviews, hundreds of interviews, and a full directory of every coding boot camp around the world. On our podcast, we're sharing everything you need to stay up to date on this blossoming industry. Whether you're a bootcamp founder or a future student, we hope you'll learn something on the Course Report podcast. Welcome to the July 2023 Coding Bootcamp News Roundup. I'm Liz. And I'm Jess. And we are from the Course Report team, so we spend our days helping students choose the best coding bootcamps for them. But each month, Jess and I sit down and round up all of the most interesting bootcamp industry news that we read about and shared with each other on the Course Report Slack, and we round it all up and share it with you. So Jess, what are we going to be covering today on the July episode? Yeah, so we're going to start with some acquisitions and fundraises, which have seemed to be on pause until July. Um, And then we're going to cover news about AI and boot camps and how the U.S. is trying to modernize apprenticeships. We'll also tell you about a boot camp that is eligible for the AmeriCorps Education Award. That's the first we've heard of that type of eligibility. And of course, we'll give a shout out to the new boot camps that we added to the course report directory in July. Well, Jess, the state of global M&A has been slow for the first half of 2023, not just in boot camps, but across the board. But we actually read some interesting acquisition and fundraising news this July. Yeah. So this month, EdTech Review reported that the online training platform vSchool raised an undisclosed amount in growth funding from Decathlon Capital Partners. According to EdTech Review, vSchool intends to use this new funding to launch its brand new cybersecurity and digital marketing boot camps, as well as continue supporting more veterans, BIPOC students, and women um, launch their careers in tech. So the amount wasn't disclosed, but according to their press release, no equity, ownership, or control of vSchool was exchanged for the capital from Decathlon. V-School will repay the investment through future revenues via a flexible multi-year partnership. Very interesting. And the educational platform Excel announced that it's acquiring online IT training provider Exit Certified. Exit Certified's main product is CloudCentrics, which is a cloud training program. So we're interested to see how their course offerings might grow into cloud training after this new acquisition. According to Silicon India, the EdTech company Upgrad is reportedly looking to acquire a majority stake in the U.S. EdTech firm Udacity, and Udacity has been for sale for the past few months. Udacity is currently valued at $100 million, and Upgrad is considering a majority stake sale through an equity swap. So we will see what happens there. Definitely. And Cyber Warfare Labs, also known as CW Labs, received a seed funding deal with UK-based angel investor and cyber entrepreneur Sumit Siddharth. Sumit was also named as the new director of the company. And once again, the amount of the Mm -hmm. funding was undisclosed hate saying that sentence in these releases, but um, CW Lab says that it will be used towards developing their platform and learning environment and for exploring new opportunities. And we also heard of a few new appointments this month. Um, Full Stack Academy appointed Nellis Parts as their new CEO and Mark Morin as their new CMO. And Aaron McCullough was named as the new chief product officer of edX. So congrats to all those folks. 
Well, Jess, let's talk about the AI and machine learning news we read this July. Of course, AI seems to be all that we're hearing about this summer. So we are actually hosting a live Q&A specifically about AI and coding boot camps with five expert panelists on Wednesday, August 23rd at 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, we're going to be asking all of these panelists all of your questions, not you, Jess, but all of our listeners <laughs> and everyone that RSVPs about how, you know, coding boot camps are preparing students for this new world of tech that really incorporates AI tools into your workflow. So yeah, we'll link to the RSVP page in our news roundup and we hope to see you there. Definitely. It's going to be such a great panel. You don't want to miss it. Definitely. Um, so the Morning Brew team did a really good sweep of recent reports about what AI means for tech employment. And we wanted to share some of the most interesting findings with you. A recent Indeed report shows that jobs related to generative AI grew, not diminished, around 14% year over year. So that's good to hear. And according to some results from a recent Upwork survey, 64% of C-suite respondents believe that generative AI will help them hire more professionals for all types of roles. Um, So overall, the takeaway seems to be that generative AI is adding and improving jobs rather than taking jobs away. We love to see that. And Andrew Tarantola wrote a piece for Engadget, which concludes that ultimately we can't be sure yet what generative coding systems will eventually become or how it might impact the tech industry. Andrew says we could be looking at the earliest iterations of a transformative, democratizing technology, or this could be clippy for a new generation. Um, He goes into technologies like Codex, AlphaCode, GitHub Copilot. These are all super interesting technologies that can take the drudgery out of coding, as Tarantola puts it, but they can't quite handle complicated requests and they can produce exploitable code. So to me, that explains why this will actually create more jobs in AI than simply saying, you know, humans will be replaced by AI in the workplace. Kind of just backs up what we saw in those Indeed survey results. Yeah, totally. And that piece from Engadget is such a good read, um, just really easy to read. And so we highly recommend it. It, He goes into a lot of good details there. Absolutely. Well, Jess, if AI is not the 2023 word of the year, then upskilling maybe. Yes. <laughs> um, HR Dive pointed out that the turbulent economic climate is pushing many workers to look for professional development opportunities. A recent report from Emeritus shows that 80% of respondents thought upskilling would help them stand out, and 74% said that they would choose a job where the organization prioritizes professional development. Hmm. Yeah, Marie Claire, the magazine, also provided some insights on how women are upskilling these days. Um, In addition to self-teaching and enrolling in coding boot camps, there are specific apprenticeship programs like PayPal's Recharge program aimed at helping female technologists find tech careers after a career break, typically for caregiving for children um, or other members of the family. So definitely check that out if you're just kind of needing some support or just need a little inspiration to get your own career change going. Love programs like that. And Google is funding a $20 million effort to create free cybersecurity training programs. If you remember last month, Google announced their new cybersecurity certificate, and this new effort builds on that momentum. The $20 million will help fund clinics at 20 higher education centers across the U.S. to support people who want to get into the cybersecurity field. 
According to the CBRE's annual scoring tech talent report, the Bay Area remains the top tech employer with the highest salaries. The region employs more than 400,000 technologists with an average salary of $157,000 a year. And we actually just caught up with Learning Fuse's president, Parth Shah, about how to land a developer job or a tech role in the very competitive SoCal tech job market. Um, so definitely check out our recent piece with Parth on the Course Report blog to get his insider tips. Very cool. And we loved reading the career-changing story of Kyle Johnson that was covered by Technically. Uh, Kyle was an environmental health and safety specialist when he decided to make a career change into UX design through one of those Google career certificate programs like we were talking about before. Kyle shares some great advice for anyone on the UX job hunt right now. And he says to remember that hiring is a numbers game. So if you aren't chosen for a specific role that you applied for, it does not mean that you aren't talented. It's a nice sentiment to keep in mind. Liz, let's talk about some apprenticeship and internship news that we saw this July. Well, at the government level this July, HR Dive reported on a new bipartisan bill aimed at modernizing the National Apprenticeship Act. The National Apprenticeship Act provides funds to employers who create apprenticeships in new industries, plus offer wraparound services like access to childcare. That original act was created in 1937, and the Senate wants to update this bill to encourage employers to create apprenticeships for in-demand industries like cybersecurity and clean energy. So we'll stay on top of this bill and report on any updates. Yeah, I feel like those would be some great updates for that bill. Um, and then, as Liz mentioned, Coding Temple announced that it is now an AmeriCorps School of National Service. Congrats to Coding Temple. So this designation means that students can now leverage their AmeriCorps Education Award to attend a Coding Temple boot camp. We're really excited to see this program launch. Um, any program that helps students afford a boot camp is super cool to us. Definitely. Congrats to Coding Temple there. And we caught wind of a recent Glassdoor survey that says intern satisfaction remains below pre-pandemic levels across the board. But for tech specifically, only 42% of tech interns would recommend their internship to others, which is much higher than pre-pandemic levels. HR Dive went a bit deeper into the results, pointing out that while tech internships typically pay the most, Interns from the past few years are reporting frustrations with fewer opportunities and return to office mandates, which seems huge. Um, HR Dive suggests that in place of those lavish packages and like high salaries, companies may need to offer other options such as unlimited paid time off and probably like remote work options mm -hmm. to stave off attrition. Well, this July, there were a few more announcements about university bootcamp partnerships and other new schools. So let's share those. Yeah. So we heard of two new university bootcamp partnerships. Stony Brook University has partnered with Springboard and the University of Manchester is now working with Hyperion Dev. And the Scottish-based bootcamp Code Clan announced that it has partnered with Flatiron School. So it's now going to be offering on-demand self-paced bootcamps. 
We learned that the free coding bootcamp Resilient Coders has closed their Pittsburgh campus. So Resilient Coders is a coding bootcamp with the goal of getting more black and brown people into the tech field. And their campuses in Boston and Philadelphia were very successful. Um, but their executive director, Ayana Lott Pollard, said that they just didn't get employer buy-in from Pittsburgh beyond those initial commitments. Yeah, I think it's just, that was a very thorough piece. Um, I think anyone who is interested in, you know, expanding to new campuses or as a boot camp, like thinking about that nonprofit approach would benefit from reading it. But it really just emphasizes how important employer partnerships are in the success of a new campus, for sure. And just Tell us about the three new schools that we added to the course report listings this July. So we added Juvie, which is an online bootcamp based in India. And we also added the front end development bootcamp Spicy Coding Academy and Loyola University New Orleans bootcamps, which are powered by Springboard. Well, Jess, let's wrap up this episode the same way we end all of our episodes by sharing our favorite pieces on the Course Report blog from July. Which piece did you enjoy working on the most? So I got to speak with Curtis Schlack, the VP of Academics at Hack Reactor, about the new AI tool GitHub Copilot. Um, together, we created a beginner's guide of sorts to GitHub Copilot, and we hope it's going to inspire um, boot campers now or new developers to try to implement this very cool new tool into their own workflow. So definitely check it out. Um, and Liz, what was your favorite thing to work on this month? Well, I am currently so interested in finding unique ways for students to pay for a boot camp. Like we spoke earlier about that Coding Temple AmeriCorps Education Award. Love those little like niches of uh, of funding basically that students can can kind of claim to pay for their boot camp. And so we published a blog post this July about paying for a bootcamp with a 529 account. This may be an account that you have access to that like your grandparents or your parents set up for you to save for college. Uh, and we had Aaron Schultz, who's a financial educator, weigh in on this and ultimately concluded that you can actually use 529 withdrawals on an accredited bootcamp like NYC Data Science Academy. There are like three or four more, but really you should ask the bootcamp if it's possible. They'll definitely know. But yeah, just an interesting kind of very specific way that you could cover your bootcamp tuition without having to take out a loan. And that does it for our July podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep checking in on Course Report for the latest about online and in-person bootcamp opportunities. And we're going to see you next month on the August Coding Bootcamp News Roundup. And of course, we love feedback. So email us your thoughts at hello at coursereport.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, help other boot campers find it by going to iTunes, subscribing to the Course Report podcast, and leaving us a review. We'll see you in August. <laughs>